Hey, it's Steve. And in this audio, I want to address something that I get questions on all the time. And, you know, I, I can remember back to when I was first starting with networking and, and then starting with uh, my own podcast, my, going back to my first podcast in, uh, in early 2012. And one of the things that was really, really difficult was figuring out how to make the pivot. So by pivot, what I mean is, how do you go from having a conversation with someone, you're interviewing them on your podcast, to you know somehow magically collaborating with them, having them maybe host a webinar for you, or if you've got a book, getting them to share your book with everyone in their network or their audience? Um, how do you kind of take it to the next level? Because I know this this is something that a lot of people get stuck on, and this is really the sort of killer move to be able to, uh, to, to turn your interviews into real significant lead generation opportunities. And I'll talk through a couple of examples of how we've been able to do that, um, over time as well. But, um, the first thing I think you need to understand is that if, if this is something that you're struggling with, you're not alone. We, you know, we hear this, um, not, from everyone, but often enough to know that it's, it, it's a challenge. Um, and I remember back to when I was first doing this, I found it to be a little bit challenging in the beginning too. And you just got to be okay with being uncomfortable a little bit and push through that. It's just like anything else new that you do. It, it's always a little challenging at the beginning and, and that's normal and it's okay. So um, our approach, which you've probably heard me talk about, um, our typical approach is really to have the interview, have some chit chat at the beginning. You know, we, we usually will want you to block a full hour to do the interviews, um, you know, for each one and your interview might go 30 minutes, 20 minutes, maybe 35, maybe 40 minutes sometimes, but it's usually not going to go the full hour. Um, if you know, occasionally you do no big deal, but you want to have five or 10 minutes at the beginning to, build some rapport with the guest to talk with them a little bit to together sort of um, make sure you're on the same page for where you're going to go during the conversation and to put them at ease because a lot of times this is the first time that they will have done a podcast interview. And so, you know, having that little bit of conversation really helps get them relaxed and let them know, look, we're just going to have a conversation. It's going to be fun. Um, you know, and, and, and that's the key. You both should be having fun. Part of this really is, you know, that, that idea of fun. If they're having fun with you, you're bonding with them and you're building relationship and rapport. So you want to have a fun conversation. This isn't, you know, like going to Congress and being, uh, you know, interrogated by, you know, the intelligence committee or something crazy like that, right? This is supposed to be fun. So, you're going to have that little warm up conversation at the beginning. And then you're going to say something like, all right, we're going to take a quick little pause. And, um, and then I'll start in with the interview. So you pause, you put a little silence in there and you start in with your interview and you introduce them and you guys have a great conversation together and it's a lot of fun. And then you get to the end and, and you're done with the episode itself and they're, you know, still on the line, you're still on the line and you hopefully at this stage have got, you know, 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes left out of the time that you blocked. And then you're able to engage them in conversation. 
Don't just jump off the phone. You've got the time blocked. Use this as an opportunity to build relationship with them. And, um, and the way that I typically will do that is I will say something along the lines of, wow, that was really amazing. I learned so much that I didn't know about your business or, you know, if it's something, you know, if you're interviewing somebody that's not business related, you might just say, wow, I learned so much about you that I didn't know. That's, that's awesome. And, um, you know, and then I'll usually segue into asking them, so I'm curious, where do you see yourself, you know, going in the next few years? Um, I might actually formulate it exactly as I, it's a model that I've, I've taken from a mentor of mine, Dan Sullivan, a strategic coach. And he's got a great little book called the Dan Sullivan question. And the Dan Sullivan question is, uh, the way that it's phrased is if we're having this conversation three years from today, what has to happen between now and then for you to feel really happy about the progress that you've made both, both personally and professionally. And I simplify that and I just simply say, well, where do you see yourself, you know, in a year or in three years or in five years? Where, where do you see yourself going? Where's the business going? What are your big goals? Uh, and then just be quiet and they'll usually tell you. And I'm always curious and interested. I've found that from a relationship building perspective, that's the best posture to have. If you're just really curious about the other person and interested in what they're doing um, and, and kind of take it, you know, from that posture, they're going to share with you and you're going to listen. And I will usually jot a few notes down. And there's always something in there that I, I find interesting because I'm looking for the interesting stuff. I might ask them some questions to clarify. I'm like, oh, that's really neat. You know, what, you know, why, why did you pick that goal? You know, cause I want to understand. Um, I might ask them like, who do you really, you know, I, I learned some of this in the interview, but who do you really serve? Who are your ideal clients? What, you know, what's the, the, what's it like for them after they, um, after they work for you? What's the transformation look like? You know, you, you'll know after listening to the interview, how to, um, how to phrase some of those questions. Um, and again, you just want to be sort of curious and, um, and just take what the raw, you know, whatever raw material they give you, they're going to talk about their future. They're going to talk about their goals. Why? Because we all love to talk about ourselves. This is like the most favorite thing we have to do in life is talk about ourselves and our big plans and our goals, all the wonderful things that we're going to do. All right. And again, as you're getting them talking about that, you know, it certainly is great that you're getting all that information, but you're also getting them excited. You're creating an emotion in them that's getting them kind of, wow, this person's really interested in me. This makes me feel good. Okay. Um, nothing wrong with that. You know, that's called making friends. So, um, as they tell you those things and as you're getting towards the end of your time, uh, that you've scheduled often what I'll say then, and, and again, I don't say this to everybody. Um, I, I have a filter as I'm talking to that guest during the interview. And as I'm listening to them, um, you know, both in the, the chat we have beforehand and in the chat we have after the interview, if I feel like this is a person that I can't collaborate with in any way, I'm not going to go through this process with them. But if it's somebody that I feel like, wow, there's 
you know, now that I've gotten to know them a little bit better, I thought they'd probably be a pretty good partner uh, when I invited them on the podcast. But now that I've gotten to know them, I've really confirmed that. Then I'm going to say, you know, that's really interesting. I would it be okay if um, if I took a few days and, and thought about maybe introducing you to some people that I've interviewed on the podcast that could help you? I don't, I you know, I don't know if I I, I know anybody, but let me think about it a little bit. I, I certainly will probably come up with uh, with some people, and I may have some ideas that would help you as well. Um, and I'd love to get together, you know, next week. Uh, for 20 minutes and we can talk about it. And I find that people are very open. It's an easy ask at that point because you're offering to bring more value and I'll go and take 20 minutes and I'll brainstorm. You know, I, I have my, you know, I love moleskin notebooks and I've always got one and, um, and I'll sit down. I've got a big comfy leather chair in the corner of my office and I'll sit in, in uh, the leather thinking chair with the moleskin and a pen and a cup of coffee and I'll write their name in the middle of the page and I'll just start brainstorming and mind mapping. Okay. You know, here are their goals and you know, here are the people that I've interviewed. And sometimes I'll go to my podcast listing page that on our website, cause we've interviewed so many people. It honestly is sometimes I forget that I've interviewed people and I will, um, you know, I'll, just go, go through and look and see who I could connect them with. And I'll make a little list on that page of my notebook. And then I'll think, okay, given the goal that, that they told me, how can I plug into that and help them? And if it's, if it's a potential client that I've inter- that I've invited on to interview, in other words, I've gone out and, um, and looked for strategic prospects and invited them on, then I'm probably going to be looking for ways that I can connect what our company does with what their goals are. And it's, it's not that difficult to do usually. Um, if you've chosen the guest in, you know, in a really strategic way. Um, and so I'll come back with some ideas and often one of them is, Hey, you know, um, I, you were telling me that you had this goal. You wanted to grow by this much, or you wanted to do this. I think we could help you get there. Would you be open to having that conversation? And they're always, you know, almost always, I think I had one person tell me no one time. Um, but other than that, everybody's been open to that conversation. They didn't all become clients. That's not how the world works, but they were open to the conversation and it didn't feel weird and it didn't feel like I was being pushy. It felt helpful. And, um, and so that's how I'd approach it in that situation. Or if it is a partner, somebody that I've invited on because I think they have an audience of people that I want to get in front of, then I'm going to look at a couple of things. Number one, do they have a podcast? If they have a podcast, it's easy for me to go, Hey, you know, I was thinking about your podcast audience. I bet they have, you know, all kinds of problems and I might list off, you know, they got this problem and that problem and the other problem. And, um, I've got some content that would help with that. What would you be open to, um, me coming on your podcast and we could talk about that. I think it'd be really great for your audience. So I'm coming from this place of being the advocate for the audience. Okay. And then, um, I may come in and I may say, you know, if they don't have a podcast, I may say, look, I, I teach, I, I do presentations all the time and I, you know, I was just sitting here thinking about all the people that you're serving and, 
you know, thinking about the ways that, that I could help you give value to the, the people you're serving. And, you know, one of the ideas that, that crossed my mind was I've got this great presentation, you know, that's on this particular topic that I know that the type of people that are in your, your network or in your audience, they have that problem. They have these questions. Um, you know, if it would be valuable to them and, and would make you look like a hero to them, um, I would love to, you know, invest the time to come and, and present. It's not going to be any big sales pitch or anything. I just, you know, I love talking about this stuff and, um, it, it gets me all fired up and motivated and, and, uh, you know, I would love to do that for you if it, if it would be beneficial. And, you know, some people are going to be like, yeah, that's the best idea ever. Let's do it tomorrow. And some people are going to be, you know, lukewarm or cold to it. That's life. Um, what I have found is that more often than not, people are open to it and, um, and they break down in a couple of different ways. So if you're interviewing people that are at a fairly high level of sophistication with marketing and particularly internet marketing, and most of you aren't probably coming across these people, but some of you have, um, if they're that if they're that kind of person and, and they're at that level of sophistication, then they may immediately go, yeah, that'd be great. What, you know, do you have an affiliate program? You know, do you, do you pay, you know, a commission when a new client comes from me? Okay. That's the, that, that is a distinct group and a minority. Okay. So for most of you, you're not going to run across people who have kind of gotten to that level of sophistication or gone down that path before where they have that expectation. The vast majority of people don't want to get paid for referrals um, because it makes them feel weird. If you can connect it with a way that they can give value to their network, they're going to be open to it. Um, particularly if you think about how to position it in a way that um, that is a real benefit to them. And so if you're in a local business, one of the ways that you can do this is to suggest that they do it as a lunch and learn where you're the talent, okay? Where you, you let them invite people into a, um, into a presentation that you give. You're given the talk, but they are the host. So they get to spend time with all of the prospects kind of one-on-one, and they get to look like, you know, the big shot that can invite people into this and you're simply the talent. And, um, that, that works really well, particularly with people that, um, you know, that don't have a, a real comfort giving presentations, but they're looking for a way to give value to their audience. So, I mean, as an example, I have, um, our biggest client does this, on uh, on a quarterly basis, they do it actually in mass, and they do it virtually, and they work with community banks. The community banks invite in all of their business clients to hear a presentation that's delivered virtually um, by my client. She presents it, and um, and the banks are just happy because they don't have that kind of content. Um, they are just happy to. Um, round up a bunch of business owners, buy them lunch, put them in the conference room at the bank so that they have an hour to interact with these prospects. And the, their excuse for doing that is, 
um, hey, we put on this series for business owners once a quarter. So there's all kinds of ways that you can creatively come up with this. Um, that same strategy would work really, really well. Um, instead of doing a mass webinar where you're trying to get hundreds of people on, just doing a um, take the lunch and learn idea where there's five or 10 people maybe in attendance or 15 people max in attendance and do it over Zoom. And, uh, you know, where everybody is attending from their office. So there's all kinds of ways that you can creatively um, do that. And if that's something that you're curious about and you want to brainstorm how you might be able to apply that, let's do it. Um, you know, just book a call. Use the, in the link in the sidebar, there's a, a link there where you can book a time on my calendar. Let's book a call. Let's brainstorm how you can make that work. Um, so there are all kinds of creative ways that you can come in and add value. Um, there is really no limit to how you could do that. Um, I've had clients do it before where um, they were interacting with somebody who had live events and they needed speakers for the live events. Um, in fact, I've done that as well. Um, and it's worked great, um, serves both parties. So you're looking for those ways where it's going to add value to them and get you in front of the right people. Okay. Um, and you know, one of the things that I hear back from, uh, that I've heard back from a lot of you is that, well, that can be a little bit uncomfortable and I don't know like exactly how to do it. Um, all I can tell you is be okay with being uncomfortable at first and begin to get creative. And if you ever get in a situation where you've got somebody and you want to brainstorm how you might be able to add value, I'm happy to get on the phone and help you brainstorm that. Um, you know, and uh, what you will do is you'll develop a muscle that where you're just always seeing these opportunities. Um, so, so that's kind of our standard approach. Now, um, the the other approach that that. I'll sometimes take with this, which is a little less direct and might be more comfortable for a lot of you, is that, um, again, I'm coming from this place of when I invite somebody on the podcast, I'm looking for a collaboration partner. And my mindset going into this, and I'm this is no joke, this is exactly the way I think about it. I am looking to collaborate with someone for at least the next decade. So if I invite them onto the podcast, that's my vision. That's my intention for that person in my life and in my business. It's not that I want to do a quick transaction or just do a webinar or whatever. If I'm going to invest any time or energy into the relationship, I'm looking at it with like a really long time horizon. Now that doesn't mean that I intend to wait 10 years for the both of us to get benefit. I anticipate the both of us will get benefit uh, very, very quickly from this collaboration, but that this will just be the beginning and that 10 years from now, the collaboration will be producing 10 times the results that it, that it does in the short term. Um, that to me, that mindset is really, really important. And it's not really a hard mindset to, uh, you know, to, to kind of take in, um, because it's a really positive thing. And so I think if you approach with that mindset that, I'm looking for a collaboration partner here that I'm going to collaborate with for the next decade. Now, I need to see if they're going to play ball. And the first step to doing that is to go out and invite them on my podcast. Well, why would I do that? That puts me in a position of, of kind of leading the effort. Um, again, going back to Dan Sullivan, who is a 
um, just a, a great mentor of mine, um, he's got a phrase that, uh, that he uses called, um, which is always be the buyer. And in this context, if you think about what that is, when I'm inviting somebody onto my podcast, I'm buying them. I'm not going and begging them or trying to sell them on me being on their podcast. I am starting the relationship by being the buyer. You've got expertise. I've got an audience. I want to buy your expertise to give to my audience as a gift. Um, this is going to benefit you way more than it does me, but I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to invest that up front and, um, and start the relationship off that way. So that's how we're starting the relationship. Okay. Now, um, in the, in the interview, I'll generally know, Hey, is this somebody I'm connecting with? Is this a person I feel like I can collaborate with? At the end of the interview, um, as I ask them questions about their future, which we talked about a few minutes ago, are they turning the table and asking me questions? Are they curious about me as well? I look for all of those little clues in the conversation. And if, if I'm getting a good vibe, and I'll, I got to tell you, probably 80, 90% of the time, I get a good vibe out of it. There have only been a, just a small number of instances where I felt like, yeah, this person just showed up to do this interview because they're on a podcast tour promoting a book. Um, or, you know, I've had, I think I've had two where I thought, yeah, this person's a real jackass. I don't want anything to do with them. Um, you know, that happens, but it, it's pretty rare. Um, so, um, again, 80, 80 or 90% of the time, th- this is somebody that I can collaborate with. And now it's just a matter of, well, what next collaboration makes sense? We've already collaborated on this podcast interview. How can I extend that into something else? So can I extend that into, um, if they've got a podcast, me being on their show, how would that be valuable to them? Okay. If I can extend that into them doing a webinar where they're hosting a webinar, you know, then great. That's wonderful. Um, you know, and I, I start to creatively think that. So I want to describe to you how some of these collaborations um, have worked. Uh, I'm just kind of giving you the, the real, um, just the stories of how they've worked, just so you can sort of have some examples to go on. So um, I'll start with the most recent one as I'm recording this. Um, so um, I can't remember if I was booked on their podcast first, or I, I think I interviewed them on my podcast first. And, um, and then, uh, they offered, we, we hit it off. It was, uh, uh, two women, uh, um, and, uh, they're with elite online publishing. And, um, uh, in fact, I can probably put the link to the, the interview, uh, in, in the text below this, but, um, we hit it off on the first interview. Um, they invited me to come on their podcast because we found so many commonalities. And again, it was because they were chosen really strategically to be on our podcast. So, um, and that it's, that's kind of the key place. That's where, you know, the, this all starts and the success begins is picking the right people, um, as closely as you can, knowing that you're never going to be a hundred percent. And, um, and so I took, 
that first collaboration where they were on my podcast and extended that over to an opportunity to be on theirs. We got to know each other a little bit more. We found that our philosophies were very aligned and the services that we offered were complementary. Again, part of that is because they were chosen strategically. You know, we start to build a rapport and a friendship and we're seeing, we're just seeing so many things eye to eye. You know, I knew at that point we had a real opportunity. So then I said, you know, um, I don't know where this is going to go. This is with the end of the interview on their podcast. I said, I've had a great time doing both these interviews. I think there's a lot of opportunity here for us both to collaborate. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't have any, any agenda or anything in mind, but I think we ought to get together for 30 minutes and brainstorm how we could help each other. And so that may be a better approach for you. So if you're not comfortable kind of coming back to them with ideas um, about how you could collaborate, but you feel like you've got somebody you can collaborate with here, you feel that there's that excitement in the relationship, it's kind of burgeoning and it's, it's coming on, then you can simply say, hey, I, I don't know what it's going to look like and I don't really have any agenda, but I feel like there's some ways we could help each other and I just don't know what they are yet, but would you be willing to get together and, and brainstorm a little bit? Maybe let's just, let's invest 30 minutes together and let's brainstorm a little bit about how we could do that. Well, so I did that with, uh, with Melanie and Jen. And, uh, the thing that we came up with out of that, we first started talking about doing a webinar swap and, um, I get asked to do those a lot. Um, and the longer you, you do this, the more you'll get asked to do that. Those are great, but you run out of room on the calendar to plug them all in because you have your own marketing promotions that are going on. Um, and I had run out of room to plug any more in. So I said, well, what if we did something different? I've never done this before, but I think it'd be a lot of fun. We seem to have good rapport and, and, and play off of each other well, and our services are really, really um, complementary and can be closely linked. What if we did a joint webinar where we do like a two hour masterclass and I'll present for the first part and um, they're in book publishing. So I said, I'll present for the first part and and talk about how to use a podcast. If you're an author to build your book promotion strategy and how to, you know, how to kind of overcome the number one thing that, that um, business book authors fail at, which is they launch the book and they've got a usually good strategy for launching it, but then they don't have any strategy for promoting it long-term and the podcast is the perfect way to do it. And, um, and you know, I said, I'll present that you guys then present the second half and you present how to write the right book so that it's a book that, you know, gets you the business results that you want. And they thought that was a great idea. And, um, you know, and so we're, um, as I record this, we're actually presenting it in, in um, about a week. So, um, and that's just the beginning of that collaboration. Um, I've been able to refer someone who wasn't a fit for us over to them. Um, and they've already referred somebody to me. Um, we're just actively continuing to look for ways where we can, um, where we can help each other uh, to the point that I think we're going to end up creating um, a, a package where somebody can buy their services and ours together. Now, when I inter- invited them to interview on my podcast, I had no idea any of that was going to happen. I d- hadn't even contemplated that. I was just starting looking for somebody that, you know, looked strategically like they could be a fit. 
And then step by step, I took them through this process to see, hey, can we collaborate? Okay? Um, they don't all end up like that. But more often than not, I'll, you know, I'll find a way to collaborate with someone. Um, and, um, and so that's really, I think, the way that you want to approach this. Now, it helps to have tools that people can use to share you really easily. And you've got to, you know, you've got to kind of create um, some packaging around what you do. Um, and so that's one of the great things about having a webinar, having that, that pre-sell presentation that we talk about a lot, um, is that's one way that you're packaged up that you can be shared, you know, and you want to deliver that usually live. You don't want to deliver the recorded version to their audience. You want to do it live, but that's one way. Um, you know, that's one of the reasons that, um, that I continue to write books. It's not because I have a particular love of writing, but, um, every time I write a new book, I can go back to all of the people that have been on my podcast that I've built these relationships with and say to them, you know, I've, I've got this new book. Would, you know, would you be willing to, to share it with your audience? Um, and, and that's the story I'd like to share with you next. So, um, uh, I've got a guy, um, that I have a relationship with who is, uh, he markets internationally, but based in, uh, in New Zealand. And, um, and we've been looking for a way to collaborate for a couple of years now and just never really, it never really clicked. But again, I've got this 10 year vision. I don't know when it's going to hit, but it's going to hit. And, um, so we, you know, we're just kind of catching up. Um, it'd been a while since, uh, either of us had spoken and, um, and we'd exchanged some, you know, interviews earlier in the relationship on, uh, on podcasts. And, um, and so we, we got this idea of, well, what if we do a webinar swap? Um, and that was great, but I didn't really want to present a webinar. Um, I just didn't have room in, in the calendar to present one. Um, but I was fine with helping, you know, share him with, uh, with our audience. And so we're doing that. And, um, I said to him, you know, I've got this new book coming out and I would love to, to share the book. You know, if you'd be willing to share the book with your audience, you know, that's, that's something we're working on now. And I'm really passionate about, um, helping business owners with, um, this book. It's really kind of our mission to, you know, to help them see a new way to promote their businesses using a podcast. And, um, it'd be great if, if you'd be willing to share it. Well, he thought that was a fantastic idea. So why did he think that was a fantastic idea? Well, one, because we built a relationship. We like each other. We respect each other. Two, because uh, I've, you know, promoted him in the past, having had him on my podcast and, um, you know, and, and I'm, I'm promoting a webinar of his now. And, um, and it's also an easy ask. You know, it's very easy for him to share something like a book. So if you've got a book, it's a fantastic way to, uh, to kind of have that easy ask because, you know, they're giving away a book. There's no downside to that, to them at all. They can, you know, there, it, it doesn't take much effort because I wrote the two emails that he sent out. Um, all he had, had to do was load them in his system and send them. Um, he doesn't have to show up for a webinar. He doesn't have to put his reputation on the line for any of that. He just has to say, Hey, my, my buddy, Steve's got a new book out and he's giving them away free. He gave me the opportunity to give a bunch of them away free. Would you like a copy? Um, well, that makes him look like a total hero. Um, you know, so if you don't have a book, I get that that's not a, you know, an available move for you. The answer to that is a, get a book and we can help you with that 
if you want to get that done and we can make it easy for you. Um, or creatively look for other ways. So, you know, I didn't have a book for a long time. Um, for most of my career still at this point, the majority of my career, I, I, um, built businesses without a book. Um, and so there, you just look for other ways, but, um, you know, again, I just want to give you that as an example of how, um, how to kind of approach this. You're just, you know, you're always looking for these kind of creative ways to collaborate. So, um, I, I hope this has been, this has gone longer than I'd, uh, really expected, but, I hope this is helpful. This is one of the areas where we can't come in and do it for you because you're in there. You've got the relationship. You've got to have these conversations. And, um, and there is going to probably be a little bit of uncomfortableness at first um, until you get used to having them and until you have a couple of successes with it um, because there's nothing like success to make you feel really good about it. And we want you to be really successful with it. But this is the key to, uh, you know, to, to really driving the short-term results with the podcast. Um, and I talk about this in, in the section here on the site about, um, you know, where the podcast fits in your marketing strategy. Um, you know, the podcast is fantastic for building these kinds of relationships where you're creating collaborative relationships and then using that to, um, you know, to go and, and build off of that, um, other ways to collaborate where you're getting in front of the right people. Um, and it's, it's the best thing I've ever done to do that. And I've tried lots of different things over the years. It's the absolute best thing to do that. And it's got this great strategic byproduct of all this content that you're creating, which is going out and nurturing everybody else that's already in your world, all the leads you've already generated, but, but weren't ready to buy yet. And it's fantastic at converting them because it builds familiarity. They hear your voice, um, you know, they hear your worldview, they understand and experience what it's like to be in a conversation with you because at some point to become your client, they're probably going to have to have a conversation. So, um, it's fantastic for converting people. Um, and particularly when they're not ready to buy yet, but they're going to be ready in the future. It's just a great way to stay there and stay in front of them, you know? Um, but to, you know, to really generate those short-term results and to generate leads out of the podcast, you've got to master this little, this little bit of conversation that happens at the end of the interviews. Um, I'm hoping that this will really help you be able to do that. Um, and, uh, and I hope you'll, you'll invest the, the time and energy and, um, you know, and, and put the commitment to it for yourself to master this, because when you get to mastery with it, boy, it becomes so easy. It was, I, I, you know, I look back to when um, I started my first podcast in 2012 and we didn't have any of these frameworks. I just stumbled into stuff and I wasn't very good at it. Um, and I made some mistakes along the way. And then when we started the Unstoppable CEO podcast, um, you know, I still wasn't very good at it. And I, I was a little, it was clunky, um, but I got through that. And now I look back and it's only been a couple of years but now I have these conversations and I see so many more possibilities to collaborate with these people. And our business has benefited immensely from that. But I gave myself the time. I invested the time. I invested the money because it costs money to produce our podcast. I invested the energy to do it. And, um, and now I've got this great capability that will allow me to grow the business forever. 
So, you know, at, at some point, Facebook ads might be too expensive. You know, they might be priced out like, like Google ads have become for, for a lot of folks in a lot of industries, um, too expensive. Um, other forms of marketing may go away. Um, over time. But the one thing that will always be constant is the human to human relationship and finding creative ways to collaborate. It's been here since the beginning of humanity and it will be here until we all leave the planet. And, um, and that's why I think it's worth investing in and mastering. That's why I'm so passionate about it. And that's why we do what we do. And we want to help you succeed in doing that. So um, again, I hope this has really been helpful. If this sparked some ideas and you just want to get on a call and you want to brainstorm some things, by all means, let's do it um, because I want you to be successful. And uh, anyway, I'm going to sign off and uh, look forward to talking to you and hearing your, your great collaborative successes.